0: You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast.
1: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the US, more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at BeatTheStigma.org.
2: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale. At MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.
3: Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop.
2: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil, and we have a full house today on a Monday night, which is a little bit different for us, but it feels good. I just had a grilled cheese and a hot dog, and Jeff is not sweating. Uh, so in the studio with me is Jeff, Matt, and Ken, as always. How's it going, guys? Hey.
0: Oh, doing great on a Monday night.
3: Yeah, feel nice and cool.
0: DVRing raw so I'll have that to go and I hope to. Rhonda
2: makes an appearance tonight a uh, little upset about John Cena and Nikki Bella I won't lie, but I'm hoping they'll get back together as it might be a work for the season of total Bellas. Yeah, if
0: those kids can't make it work who can
2: really that's what I like to say um, Joining us uh, over Skype is someone that I'm really uh, happy to have uh, on the show Personally because uh, this was someone who reached out to us when we first started out and uh, let us come on their show uh, Ken and I made an appearance we had such a great time uh, and it's one of our favorite shows that we subscribe to and listen to. So definitely subscribe to Generally Trivial, hosted by our guest Jeff Reed. How's it going, Jeff?
4: I am doing well. I also had a hot dog, but unfortunately, I am also sweating.
0: Uh, being Chicago-based, there's a
2: fifty percent chance that you had a hot dog for dinner. It's kind of how it works here. So. <laughs> right, and if you don't eat, if you don't eat your Italian beef with your elbows on the table, then you should probably just get out of town. <laughs> Uh, so, Jeff, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about Generally Trivial, uh, a little bit about yourself and uh, how you found our show and and uh, anything else you'd like to tell us, uh, maybe about your your mood swings or anything else that's going on right now? I don't know.
4: I'd rather not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, our show, Generally Trivial, is really just all about trivial topics. We cover odd news, weird current events, uh, naked burglars, uh, the movie being made about hot cheetos is coming out you know you're not going to find out about that unless you're listening to us so uh we try to give you something to laugh about something to share with a friend at work and uh, i'm excited to hear uh, this episode because i listen to you guys weekly and you guys do a good job
5: thank you yeah i gotta gotta say your show is very polished and a- Kind of a riot to listen to. Yeah,
0: I think it's cool to have a trivia show that's kind of like not like a serious type game kind of thing, because that's what so many of the sh- trivia shows do, and it's kind of the lighter side of trivia.
2: Yeah, and uh, from, uh, you know, me and Ken's perspective, from the editing perspective, you're, like Ken said, your show is super polished, you have great uh, background music and sound effects, and we know how much work goes into that, so kudos to you for all the hard work you do.
4: Yeah, I uh, I wish I could say I hired it out, but, you know, I do it myself. <laughs>
5: that's more impressive really i wish i could say the
4: same <laughs> we, we also wish we could say that
2: <laughs>
4: well that would just mean that i had enough
2: money to hire it out you know mm-hmm. yeah. great uh, well it looks like uh if ken and jeff are going to team up jeff reed uh how about we call you guys just kidding that was a, a, a phrase you said before we started recording was that, jk jk jeff and ken Yeah, just kidding and jk forever <laughs> and uh hopefully matt and jeff won't be boring and be a team triviality but what do you guys want to be
3: I'm fine with being boring.
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) Jeff's very boring. All right.
2: Well, uh, I guess they're going to be team triviality. So uh, I wrote the game. I'm going to be hosting today. Uh, It's going to be our normal format. But just in case you've never listened to the show, let's throw it over to the rules guy to break it down.
3: The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named. Named the cream of the crop. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah.
0: It's amazing that we keep having him over every single week to do that.
2: So I know we well, really appreciate it. I do have He's a so spare
3: consistent bedroom. Too. like He hits all of his notes every time. And the guy
5: playing the keyboard live. That's uh. cool too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Alright, so we're gonna go to question one here. While Janice Joplin might best be known for her performance of Peace of My Heart with the band Big Brother and the Holding Company. The song itself is actually a cover made famous by the big sister of what performer who became the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: Oh jeez. What?
2: <laughs> so if you'd like if you'd like this broken down, uh I'd basically just want to know who was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs>
3: yep, you No, know, we we followed. Yeah. It's that's not the problem, Neil. Oh I felt like I had to put this on a
0: board and attach strings to follow this. <laughs> who is this? Charlie Day
5: in front of us. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Like, the mother of, like, cousin? I don't understand. Jeffrey, do you have any ideas on this at all?
4: No. Honestly, if you would ask me the question, I probably would have given the first name that Neil gave us. Okay. Do you mind if I just throw
2: a guess in there? I do not mind. We'll lock in. All right. So, team Just Kidding is locked in. Triviality, what are you guys thinking?
0: So, this is... I mean, so the first woman inducted... Inducting to... The first woman
2: abducted by the Rock (laughs) and Roll Hall of Fame. She's still there.
0: (laughs) So the first woman inducted. So you're f- I'm figuring like a, probably 1970s? Is that right? Uh, Maybe 60s? I wrote Joan Baez, and that's the only name that I know. I'm totally fine with Joan Baez. So we're locking in with Joan Baez.
2: Now, is Joan Baez related to Javi Baez of the Chicago Cubs? <laughs> no. Yes, that's the family I'm referring to. Okay. It's All right, so Baez's. Team Triviality in with Joan Baez and Ken and Jeff of Just Kidding. We're just going to go with the guess of Aretha Franklin. The older sister, excuse me, who originally performed Peace of My Heart, her name was Irma, and her last name was Franklin. Mm. So the younger sister was, as Parks and Recs calls it, Urethra Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) So it is Urethra Franklin. That's points for Just Kidding. Nice Nice job. job. All right. uh, We're moving right along to number two. Since the time of Vikings, Scandinavians have referred to this as Austmar, or Eastern Lake, a body of water where you'd find Marie Curie's homeland on the southern tip.
0: You're locked. It's a geography question, so I'm deferring.
5: I am not strong in geography. I'm wondering, uh, what's the sea there? Baltic? Baltic Sea? Does that sound right? It does not sound wrong. (laughs) Let's go with the uh, Baltic Sea.
3: So, uh, Marie Curie is from Poland, Mm -hmm. and we two went the Baltic Sea.
2: Ah, see, my clues do help out. It is the Baltic Sea. All right. Nice. (laughs) All right, moving on to question three. The most followed athlete on Instagram recently partnered with a company to create his own entertainment property in Striker 4-7, an animated superhero series released on a multitude of platforms for his faithful followers. Name this former Manchester United star. Okay, so these guys are in. Um, So we're talking soccer.
5: Not my specialty. How about you, you over there, Manu? You're talking about football. I footy. I footy. would be
4: thinking, Messi, would be my first guess, but I don't know the team for sure that he played on. But I always knew him as kind of.
5: And there's there's also Ronaldo, who's pretty famous. Yeah,
4: I don't I don't know, Manu. I don't know which team either one of those guys were playing on though.
5: Let's uh, let's uh, go with you and say Messi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just kidding with Messi. What about you guys? Messi's a really good guess. I know he actually had the
0: first YouTube video. I think that had a million views. Uh, but when we're talking Twitter with a lot of followers, I'm thinking somebody that Neil has affection for as well.
2: I'm thinking David Beckham. I do love David Beckham and I do love his wife. Uh, but here are your clues. So the most followed athlete on Instagram, striker477 for his jersey number when he was on Man U. Uh, and faithful, as in Christian. So Cristiano Ronaldo.
4: Oh, ah, I talked you out of it.
2: It was a toss-up for me. Um, <laughs> the only thing that's not followed though, as much as Cristiano Ronaldo, is that uh, that bust that someone made of his face. Which just, <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, the, and bu- it, the bust
5: it, itself was pretty bust. I was going <laughs> to say it's,
2: it's literally a busted face. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on to number four in 1978's film Halloween. Actor Nick Castle portrayed the adult masked version of Michael Myers, but was actually credited as what in the final credits of the film? Got some thinking here. Uh this question was uh written in honor of the Blumhouse kind of reboot but uh, more or less uh, a yeah, true sequel to the original that's going to be coming out this year in October.
5: Yeah, that's fine. Key, I don't know. key grip it is. Do you know any alternate names for the character of Mike Myers? I mean, I feel like it would be something it could
4: be something generic like killer or something.
5: Mm-hmm. Another another um, possibility is the the Michael Myers mask is uh, of Captain Kirk.
4: I, I didn't think the Captain Kirk thing was known until more recently, but maybe I'm wrong.
5: Do you want to go with the killer? Uh,
4: I don't have I don't have anything better, but uh, I'm not real confident.
5: Yeah, in let's it. let's go with yeah. that. I I, try, I I mean, it's a guess either way, so yeah. I trust your uh, your guess.
2: All right, so Team Just Kidding in with The Killer. What about you guys, Triviality?
0: Funny enough, we also went with The Killer.
2: Okay, I mean, you guys you guys weren't far off. You definitely went the sort of generic uh, route, which was correct. So a little, uh, little history here. Um, in the new reboot that they're doing that uh, Danny McBride uh, is co-directing with uh, David Gordon Green, uh, if you lo- looked online, the actor Nick Castle, they brought back to portray Michael Myers uh, in The Mask, and on his chair... His director's chair is the the name he was credited as in the original film, which was The Shape. Um, and the reason it's The Shape was in the script, John Carpenter called him The Shape.
0: All
5: right.
2: Yeah. Um, all right. So. He did
5: not write my favorite single, Mr. Brightside.
2: Yeah. He did not. That is correct. For anyone who's curious, uh, there are three Michael Myers in the film. There's the kid Michael Myers. There's one whose mask is taken off that is not Nick Castle. But for the record, the Nick Castle version is the one credited as The Shape, which is the main version of... Michael Myers. All right. No, Neat. Enough uh, film, film <laughs> geekness there. Number five. Uh, this is our first uh, listener submitted question for the game, and it comes from Catherine Lewis. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, of the six main cast members from the TV show Friends, who is the only one to have never received a solo Emmy nomination for their performance?
0: Hmm.
3: Wow and that's actually kind of incredible and it's referring to
2: on the show right? It, right it would be of the main six yeah four friends four friends four friends yep
3: they were all individually nominated except for one yep i actually find that more unbelievable than one was the exception yeah <laughs> um, maybe <a laughs> to be fair you could write down all six names and there are very yeah. clear instances where i would believe anything you wrote down mm-hmm. so i think i think this but i could definitely i could definitely see that for that keep that uh, that person
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I think we're we're locking in with an answer.
2: Okay, Team Triviality locked in. So
5: my initial impression on this is maybe um, Lisa Kudrow or maybe Matthew Perry.
4: My thinking was actually Schwimmer, because uh, he seems to be the one who everyone kind of disregards and says he wasn't as good as the others.
5: I I feel he was also the main like kind of dramatic thrust of that show. Right it could be i mean it's I, th- I think any of them are really possible maybe aside from like jennifer aniston but i think it's lisa kudrow in my in my heart
4: <laughs> i can't i can't go against
5: your heart all right let's go with lisa kudrow lisa kudrow in your heart <laughs> uh
0: so lisa kudrow is something that we were kind of thinking as well um so my thoughts around why i picked uh, the person that we did was he would be considered the lead actor. And I don't think that anybody from Friends was nominated for lead actor. The rest were supporting. Uh, so, which is why we went with David Schwimmer.
2: Receiving one Primetime Emmy nomination and losing, David Schwimmer. Mm. Receiving one Primetime Emmy Award nomination and losing, Matthew Perry. Receiving two Primetime Emmy Award nominations losing, Matt LeBlanc receiving six Primetime Emmy Award nominations and winning one, Lisa Kudrow, yeah. receiving five Primetime Emmy Award Jennifer nominations Stan. and winning one, Jennifer Aniston. So does wow. Courtney Cox, Courtney the Cass. only one to not receive wow. one. Wow. That's surprising to me. Yeah, yeah it is. She, she did a great job on that show, and you think after however many years the show was on that they at least would have gotten one each. What's, it,
3: What's pretty funny is that was the one Matt and I didn't discuss. Yeah. Well, right, that, yeah.
0: That should say everything. She had that David Arquette stink on her at the time, so. Suck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <So. laughs> <laughs> probably might happen. WCW <laughs> champion, David Arquette. Well, and, and Matthew Perry did the the you know, Coke to, coke to classy move. So. Yeah, you had a good time.
2: Yeah, yeah. so we're all friends. You're all friends here. Uh, so after uh, the first five questions, the score is pretty tight. Just kidding, uh, With the, which is uh, Ken and Jeff Reed is 20 points ahead, and Triviality is only on the board with 10, so 20 to 10. Uh, let's move right along to question six. Although it might sound like it, Raskolnikov is not, in fact, a hockey player in the current NHL playoffs, Damn. Brent and Aaron. Instead of a stick, he uses an axe and is known for committing a cold-blooded murder and afterwards, tormented by his own conscience, seeking sympathy from a prostitute. And what 19th century novel? What was the name? Uh, Raskolnikov.
3: I, I was going to throw out some some literary figures, see if you could maybe put two and two together. But... right because it sounds pretty russian. <laughs> yeah. If you got something, now is the time. I mean, if you if you feel that way, I mean, I've got nothing better. So
4: There's a work I'm thinking of and I'm I might even be saying the name wrong, but it's like Anna Karina or something like that.
5: I think there's just one more syllable in there. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm fine with that because I really have no idea. What's the name? Of Anna that Kornikova? That? Karinina, that's what it is. <laughs> but it's just off that last name. I can't
4: think of any other
5: works that would be That's. I mean, look, I I really have no idea. I'm like thinking about, like a class I took in college one time, talking about like, Jeff, correct me, Tolstoy. Is that an author? Tolstoy is a Russian Russian author. Yeah. Mm Yeah, and stuff, Nabokov and stuff, but yeah, I have no idea.
3: Tolstoy. Tolstoy wrote War and Peace. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a quick read, right? Yeah. Yes, it is.
5: Yeah. Like Neil's questions. That might even be the right book, but we're gonna go with Anna
2: Karenina. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Team Triviality strangely we too went Anna Karenina all right well uh the author is Dostoyevsky and if you're familiar with his work crime and punishment
0: mm. yeah that's right, right.
2: Uh, tried to give as many clues as I could in there uh but Jeff you were on the right track though by saying it sounded Russian because so. it, it, it is because it is <laughs> uh <laughs> um, nah. so question seven uh, I think you guys will probably get this one just to uh, put your spirits back up in the air a little bit
3: <laughs> I didn't know they were down thanks Neil
2: uh, oh they're always down um, this, <laughs> this highly popular video game probably oh, wouldn't God. be streamed as often if it were called Two Weeks instead of its actual title.
0: Oh, my God. Locked in.
4: Yeah, locked in. <laughs>
2: okay,
4: we're, we're good. Well, this is how often our show actually gets uploaded fortnightly. The, the game is Fortnite.
2: Uh, yeah, we agree. Yeah. Fortnite. It is Fortnite. So just got to give that little you know ego boost to you guys there. Uh, all right, number eight. This one's a little hard, but I think with the clues in here, you guys will be okay. In 1935, the year before the Best Supporting Actor category was created, three actors, Clark Gable, Charles Lawton, and Franchot Tone, were all nominated for Best Actor in this same high-seas film, but unfortunately none of them were quicker picker-uppers of the illustrious honor.
0: (laughs) Now this is... Just click stupid ass. You locked in then? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know movies that were before... Three weeks ago, <laughs> so
5: it's Avengers or nothing. Yeah, if or Tolly.
3: If you'd
0: ask me about a quiet place,
5: I... or Ferngully.
3: Yeah, Matt's think. a Matt's a oh, huge Ferngully. I'm a talk
2: huge, uh, a huge Tolly fan. I'm even <laughs> waiting out in line for that one. Is this a Ferngully?
3: This is not Ferngully. Okay,
2: no, that's Avatar. Uh,
0: bounty,
3: something, pirates. Maybe HMS Bounty.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 right? Sounds like that. That's the uh the one that they uh parody on the Simpsons.
3: Could be.
5: Are you okay if I answer this, Jeff? Oh, yeah. So this is the second time I've answered this like with all you guys present and you none of you guys knew it the first time either mutiny on the
2: bounty Mm, it is mutiny on the bounty well done ken awesome john you ask about
0: that again there'll be mutiny
2: in the podcast (laughs) i
0: don't (laughs) i don't actually remember the first time it was
5: at trivia night
0: oh fair enough still don't remember
2: i remember everything so no you don't
5: Uh, oh yes i do so if we have a triviality mutiny who are we uh mutineering against Uh, seeing as we all have one fourth share
0: that's a good question I, I guess don't know. I
5: guess it's like just we'll just make Jeff
2: walk the like
0: the, the formal you triviality. Oh, ok. Let's make a deal here. Usted triviality. I,
2: here's a question for all our listeners here. So this is a little um not a contest if you will because it's not uh you know it's not uh, oh it's contest it's a contest so this is Everything what i think this is what i want you to do so we're gonna say that Trivielli had a mutiny so which means we're we're on the high seas oh, on our
3: we're gonna we're gonna play survivor no no right not now.
2: survivor on we're on a boat we're getting voted off we're we haven't we haven't named the boat yet i'm guessing it's like the H- hms cream or something mm. um <laughs> <Oof>. but uh <laughs> i'm not getting on that boat <laughs> so the first four people
5: i don't want to be on a boat with three men <laughs> and the boat's name is cream yeah. <laughs> Just
2: be three semen on the cream. <laughs> um, uh, so on that note, the first four people that uh, that respond to this, what would our pirate outfits look like? And, and whoever has the most detailed version of that, I will find someone to illustrate that of yeah. each of us. So what is Jeff going to look like on the on the HMS cream? What is Ken going to look like? I'll put out 25-er ads. I like, I like how my, <laughs> immediate total react,
3: my immediate reaction to this is not... Oh, God, what am I going to look like? My immediate reaction is, Neil better not be spending the podcast money on this.
2: (laughs) I'll I'll pay out of pocket. It'll be $100. Um, Yeah, I'll pay out of pocket. So send us what you think our uh, alter egos would look like on the mutiny here. Uh, Okay, so going into... On the the bounty. On the bounty. Uh, Going to question nine... Drop the O in the name of R2-D2's trusty companion, and with a little reshuffling, you'll get the nickname of this basketball star, currently playing in his first conference finals more than 10 years after winning Rookie of the Year. Locked in. Yep. We're locked in.
4: That is definitely Chris Paul, CP3.
0: Okay. So just getting in with CP3, Matt and Jeff? Yeah, as soon as he said drop the O on R2-D2's friend, I wrote Chris Paul. So it is,
2: it is Chris Paul, the one without the beard, correct? <laughs> the one
0: without the beard. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're watching the Western Conference Finals, he's the one without the beard.
2: <laughs> do not touch the top of his head.
0: Yeah, which means he couldn't get on the show because
5: we're all bearded.
2: So. Well, except me. I can, I can barely grow any sort of facial hair. I do look like a, a young man who would come mm. to ask to mow your lawn.
5: You kind of look like a pirate, actually. Do I?
2: It's yeah. the goatee. James Harden would be very welcome in the studio. That's all I'm saying. He would be. He would be. Uh, so this, this last question of the first round is, is also close to my heart, and I think Matt's going to get into it as well. Um, anyone who knows me, I think will enjoy it despite the fact that none of the members were from orlando florida making the band alum o-town is most well known for their hit song liquid dreams which name drops eight female entertainers and music group destiny's child i'll give you five guesses to name any of those female entertainers and you'll get two points per correct guess so as you're asking the question i wrote o-town scratch it off i wrote liquid <laughs> dreams scratch it
0: off i was like all right where is this going with it uh jeff do you have any
2: idea
4: uh, I mean, I think I could guess a couple of them. I I feel confident about one or two, but
2: you're messing up the math, Neil. Hey, I I know, but it's fun. It's it's O-town. <laughs> Don't, we're Don't already bad at math,
5: though. It's O-town.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think O-town is where the mutiny ends for the, all the seamen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well played. Uh, we're locked in with five.
2: Okay, uh, Jeff, our team. Just kidding. What are you guys uh thinking? Man, I've never heard this
5: song, I'm <laughs> pretty sure.
4: I probably have heard it and just, you know, blocked it out of my memory.
0: Um, but I'm
5: thinking Entertainers
0: from that era. All or Nothing, I believe,
5: is their other hit. So what were what were some names that were crossing your mind? I I mean, I was thinking Britney Spears. Okay. Um, I was thinking
4: Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba was certainly crossing my mind. <laughs> and I was thinking per- Possibly Aguilera.
2: So this is basically Jeff Reed's personal list. <laughs>
0: yeah. cool. Aguilera. It's like Betty White. This is a song that
5: goes <laughs> a little bit of Monica in my life. No. Hey. Yes. yes. Oh, Marmo number Bones.
3: 5 by Lou Bega.
5: Yeah. A little bit of Jessica, yeah. <laughs> Jessica right. Alba.
0: Jessica Chastain.
5: What about uh, Jessica Simpson? Or was that like, you couldn't cross the 98 degrees party lines? Sort oh, of thing? yeah. Party line. There might be, a, <laughs> might be a boy band beef there. Uh, conflict yeah.
3: of interest.
4: I mean, it wouldn't be bad. You could almost see it as tribute. Okay, Jessica Simpson.
2: Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for a second in my brain, my synapses fired that you said Lisa Simpson, and I was like, what?
3: <laughs> Do it okay over there, Neil?
2: I don't know what's uh, going on. And how on.
3: about how about concerned about your liquid dreams now? <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> uh, my liquid dreams are flowing just fine, Jeff.
3: Oh.
0: Sounds like
5: a problem, actually. <laughs> uh, this is all great. How about we throw in um, a, th- a throwback and say uh, Madonna? Fabio. I could see that, yeah.
4: Maybe they right. have a thing for older women.
5: All right, we're in.
2: Alright, um, so uh, this is uh, this is probably a song that I think David uh, Levesey would enjoy listening to me and dancing Because uh, I feel like he'd like it as well um, But uh, let's start with Team Triviality, well, who are your five?
0: Um, so we're going with uh, Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. uh, Christina Aguilera, uh, Carmen Electra It was very big at the time, uh, Pamela Anderson, and then a uh, little curveball there, Maya
2: Okay, alright, and let's go to Team Just Kidding So according to Jeff, we had
5: uh, Britney Spears, Jessica Alba, Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson,
2: and Madonna. Okay, so both teams only getting two points on that question. Uh, Here is the full list. Madonna, Janet Jackson, Jennifer Lopez, Angelina Jolie, Cindy Crawford, Tyra Banks, Salma Hayek, and Halle B, or Halle Berry. We really, got two. Really weird list.
4: Wow. Yeah. It's all older women. They so have diverse
2: tastes. I mean, not Hallie,
3: yeah. I approve of Halle Berry. No, I'm, yeah. No, They're, not not at the time so bro. much. That was Catwoman
5: time, wasn't it? No,
3: no, no. this was pre-Catwoman.
5: Pre-cat oh, Wait. Yeah.
3: I own a copy of
2: that this DVD. Is probably. I'm going to gift it to you. It's probably Swordfish Halle Berry, maybe. Okay. Fair, um, fair assessment. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, before we get into the swing round, just wanted to say... Uh, Thank you to all of our listeners who've uh, reached out recently uh, just with some nice emails, uh, just telling us, uh, you know, uh, how they enjoy the show and just people we've never met before new listeners. So we really appreciate all of you guys, uh, you know, reaching out, uh, whether it was through trivialitypodcast.com or email trivialitypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to uh, all our new patrons, too.
0: And if you heard us on Trivial Warfare, welcome.
2: Yes, welcome. Yeah, this is going to be one of our newer episodes since we were on our uh, Trivia Olympics episode with them. And thank you uh, also to Jonathan at Trivia Warfare and everyone over there, and also Andy Saunders and AJ Mass at uh, Beat My Guest.
3: And Mm -hmm. complete the list, respectively. And complete the list, thank
2: you. Or
0: backwards. And now you've completed the list of everybody we needed to thank. Yes. (laughs) Much like your liquid
3: dreams, this will all end up on the cutting room floor. No, I kind of like some of it. No, no,
2: just this is going to go. Everything else will keep in, probably.
5: My favorite Halle Berry movie has always been uh, Monster Balls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was that referring to heath ledger yeah. <laughs>
5: in that
0: movie uh all
2: right going into the swing round the score is still pretty tight team just kidding has 52 points and team triviality with 32 the swing round category is called talk show hosts i'm going to give you the name of 12 talk show hosts who have programs currently airing and i want you to give me the title of the show that they host example If I said Jimmy Fallon, the answer would be The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. If you would have just given me The Tonight Show, I would have accepted that as well. It's going to be 12 questions worth five points apiece. uh, And when you guys are ready, I'll just uh, go through the entire list. Go for it. All right. Number one, Andy Cohen. Number two, James Corden. Number three, Samantha Bee. Number four... John Oliver. Number five, Carson Daly. Number six, Sarah Silverman. Number seven, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Number eight, Bill Maher. Number nine, Conan O'Brien. Number 10, Jordan Klepper. Number 11, Seth Meyers. And finally, number 12, Graham Norton.
1: No purchase necessary. Void
5: where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust. So I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.
2: All right, uh, so it looks like our answers are locked in. Uh, so let's start with number one. Uh, the host was Andy Cohen. Uh, team Triviality, what did you say?
0: Um, we weren't too sure about this one, but I know that there's a show out there called At Midnight, and I thought he
2: might be the host, so he said At Midnight. All right, and Team Just Kidding?
5: We're just going to go with the Andy Cohen show because we had no idea.
2: Okay. Well, At Midnight was a show that Chris Hardwick hosted that Mm -hmm. is no longer on the air. Ah. Uh, Andy Cohen is on the Bravo Network and hosts Watch What Happens Live. Mm -hmm. So We we were not going to get that. Yeah. Great show. Uh, All right. Number two, James Corden, uh, Team Triviality. So
3: uh, Matt and I stepped out for a moment. We had a nice uh, karaoke in our car and came back. And uh, we said it's the Late Late Show with James
2: Corden. All right. Team uh, Just Kidding. Yeah, we also said The Late Late Show. That is correct. The Late Late Show with James Corden. Number 3, Samantha B, team triviality. So this is something we went back and forth on quite uh, a and bit. And I
3: believe looking at Ken's face, the sentiment is shared.
0: Yeah. Um uh the, it started with an un something and we only came up with unscripted with Samantha B, but I'm not sure if that's right.
2: Okay. Team just kidding?
5: Yeah, this one this this is the kind of thing where I know it, like, I, and it just is not like coming to mind, and I'm blanking on it, because I've seen the show, you know, I watch clips online, and I like this show, and it's just not coming to me.
2: All right. Well, the answer is Full Frontal with full Samantha frontal. Front. Oh, that's right. Uh, number four, John Oliver, Team Triviality.
3: I watched the episode of this yesterday when I got up this morning. That would be Last Week Tonight.
2: All right. And Ken? Last Week Tonight. All right, it is Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Number five, uh, Team Triviality.
0: So we were starting with TRL, but I don't think, no, it's, uh, (laughs) we've
2: set Up All Night with Carson Daly. All right, and Team Just Kidding. We maybe went with his old show, Last Call with Carson Daly. It is Last Call Mm. with Carson Daly. Uh, Number six, Sarah Silverman, Team Triviality. Did
0: not know this one, so we put one of the shows that I enjoy of hers, uh, the Sarah Silverman program.
2: All right. And Team Just Kidding? We said the Sarah Silverman show. All right. It is called I Love You, America, with Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Not even close. I nope. heard of that. Yep. Newer show. Number seven, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Triviality.
3: I think we just wrote Science. Yeah. <laughs> science Nightly. <laughs> what <laughs> an exclamation point.
2: He is known for science. Uh, and uh, Team Just Kidding? Uh,
5: this one, I knew we had a podcast called Star Talk for sure. And uh, maybe that's also a TV program. So, Star Talk
2: your uh intuition was correct it is star talk with neil degrasse tyson
0: bad news for us
5: nice job
2: uh all right so number eight was bill maher and on the just kidding side i know there was some uh back and forth here uh between jeff and ken so uh, let me start with ken what you thought it was before i let jeff answer the question
5: sure i was pushing for politically incorrect okay
2: and jeff what did you say
5: I thought it was real time with Bill Maher.
2: Team Triviality? Uh, I wrote
0: Politically Incorrect and crossed it out so that Jeff can put Real Time with Bill Maher.
2: All right. So both of you guys are correct. Uh, Politically Incorrect was his original show on ABC. Yeah. It moved to Real Time when he was on HBO.
0: So Would, uh, both the Jeffs uh, overriding us for points <laughs> on that one. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. Je- Jeff Power. <laughs> All right. Uh, number nine. This one was kind of a, a cheeky uh, question. Conan O'Brien. Let's start with Triviality. Uh, yeah, this one killed
0: us because we're like, it's just Conan, right? And we we argued for a little bit, and we're just going with Conan.
2: All right, and Team Just Kidding.
5: Yep, it's just Conan now.
2: It is just Conan. Uh, All right, number 10. Uh, this is a newer show as well, so I wasn't sure how well you guys would know this one, but it's Jordan Klepper, Team Triviality.
3: I was going back and forth. I know kind of the ethos of this show, but uh, the title was
5: really hard. We said
2: The Resistance. Okay, very close. Team Just Kidding. <laughs> we're
5: going to go with... Clepping it up with Jordan (laughs) Clepper,
2: Probably a better title. Uh, Jeff was very close. The actual title is The Opposition. Uh. Uh, And I think you even said, I heard you, it's very Colbert-esque, his original show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number 11, uh, Seth Meyers, Team Triviality.
0: Uh, We're going with Late Night with Seth Meyers.
2: All right, Team Just Kidding.
5: Yeah, we reasoned that it was uh, Conan's old, old slot, old, old, old slot. And we said uh, late night with Seth Myers.
2: And we all enjoy Conan's old slot. Uh, it is <laughs> late night with Seth. <laughs> Come on, man. That's a, that's a joke I think Conan would
3: stand behind, though.
2: Uh, like, that seems like a Conan approved joke. Oh, man. Uh, all right, so the answer is late night with Seth Myers, correct? Yeah. Uh, all right. And number 12 was just more uh, for selfish reasons. Reasons uh, I'm a big fan of this show and this host. I love his format and the way he, he runs it. And it is Graham Norton. So let's start with Team Triviality. We thought
3: this one was another one of those kind of douchey-ish questions. And uh, we said the
5: Graham Norton Show.
2: Okay. And Team Just Kidding. Yep. The Graham Norton Show. That is correct. The Graham Norton Show.
5: Neil, anywhere that you know I can watch that?
2: Yeah, you can watch it on BBC America, or you can watch it. Uh, they, they have like extended clips on YouTube. Cool. Yeah. After the swing round, it looks like Team Just Kidding picked up 40 points, and Team Triviality picked up 30 points, bringing our scores to Triviality with 62, and ahead right now, Team Just Kidding with 92. Yeah. Moving <laughs> on down to round two. Moving <laughs> on down. e zone down. e zone down. Round two. All right. Number one. Basketball coach Becky Hammond is in the news due to her upcoming interview for the head coaching position of the Milwaukee Bucks, which, if hired, would make her the first female head coach in NBA history. What team is she currently the assistant coach for?
3: We're locked in. Yeah. Uh, I believe if she is uh, hired for the position, she'll be the first female head coach of any of the big four mm-hmm. teams, maybe even big five.
2: I don't know MLS that well. No, that is that is correct, uh, at least for the big four, and it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's about time, too. Um, so team triviality is locked in. Oh, yeah. Any idea on this?
4: Oh, yeah. That is the San Antonio Spurs. All right. We'll go with him.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are not gaining an inch. Yeah. uh, Very progressive organization with Greg Popovich
2: as coach. uh, San Antonio Spurs. You are both correct. The San Antonio Spurs. She's a very, very uh, successful player, a very successful coach. And uh, if you guys have a chance and you have maybe like five minutes... Uh, Look up the uh, open letter that Powell Gasol wrote about Becky Hammond, uh, his coach. It's really, really well written. She'll
0: definitely be the first female head coach. It might not be with Milwaukee, but I think eventually, usually assistants have to go through like a few of these before they
2: end up getting a job. but she'll definitely be the first. Yeah, very talented. Question number two. Named after a famous politician who did not die in prison, this term, coined by blogger Fiona Broom, refers to the phenomenon in which a large number of people share false memories of past events. Locked in. So just want
5: to lock in with you, Jeff. I'm pretty sure it's the Mandela effect because it's people have the false memory that Nelson Mandela died in prison, which he did not. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, because we actually did a podcast episode on just this. Yeah. You got the Bernstein Bears in there?
0: I call this
2: the Bernstein Bears uh, effect. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, it's funny, you guys. uh, So, yeah, Bernstein Bears is one where it's uh, stain, not iron. Bernstein? Yep, uh, Bernstein. Many many people um, think it's Sex in the City, but it's Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. And, and other the pe- uh,
5: Sinbad Genie movie, of course. Sinbad
2: <laughs> Genie movie. Damn. Uh, right? And one of the biggest ones is a lot of people think Rich Uncle Pennybags from Monopoly has a monocle, has a monocle. which he does not. Right. So, anyways, our answer is yeah. the Mandela effect. And uh, we also said Mandela effect. And you both are correct. It is oh, the right. Mandela effect. Uh, did you say the other? My other favorite one is Oscar Mayer Wieners. Mm-mm. Okay. So a lot of people spell it uh, M e-y-e-r but it is m-a-y-e-r it's right in the song yeah yep which is funny yeah a lot of people don't uh quote the song uh so yeah that's uh 10 points to each team on that one so we're starting out round two uh with a bang here yeah
5: guys uh sometimes i remember uh, when we went on the boston trip and i think back on it i remember matt being
2: there <laughs> yeah that's the uh matt della effect <laughs> <laughs> yeah matt did not die in boston at geek bowl uh no. for the record he's still here so nobody has proof <laughs> yeah that's true
4: he later went on to become president
2: he did he did you're right uh so number three actually since we're all having a good time speak of the devil uh let's just pretend we're at a party okay and everyone's drinking quite a lot uh, And this is question three by the way that seems really yeah. i was to say that seems really <laughs> so everyone here except me jeff and ken is drinking so matt's drinking i don't know if jeff if you drink over there no sir okay so okay so matt <laughs> so is so matt drinking. Is, matt is powdered everything uh, he's matt- <laughs> <laughs> Matt's having a good time. He's going hard in the paint. (laughs) So Matt is is pounding so many drinks down, he's talking to a drunk guy in the corner. So the question is, contrary to the opinion of that random drunk guy Matt's talking to in the corner who wasn't invited, Sam Smith's Oscar-winning original song from the James Bond film Spectre was not in reference to the slain king from the Book of Daniel in the Bible.
0: What does any of that mean? So the
2: question is... So the question is... Who was the slain king from the book of Daniel in the Bible? My Bible fans will understand Cause, cause that's this. that's the first biblical king I could think of. Okay. How are you on the Bible, Jeff?
4: Well, I feel like I'm going to catch some heat for this. Uh, maybe at church on Sunday. Um, <laughs> so we're, <laughs> we're going to see how poorly this ends up for us.
3: So I wrote King Solomon. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a famous one. Uh, the other one I wrote is Herod. Oh, okay. Um, so
0: the only the only thing was I was thinking that it might be the name of a drink. Um, because okay. I only recently found out who Sam Smith was because I figured out he wasn't
5: Ed Sheeran. He does every boring song yeah. you've ever heard.
3: Yeah. Does he do Stay With Me?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes, he does. Had a bad day. It's not him, but it could be. <laughs> 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 uh, we can go with Herod. That's fine.
2: Locked in. Know. All right, King Herod, uh, famous for the uh, appearance in Jesus Christ Superstar, and team Just Kidding.
5: Yeah, so I'm not... positive on this, but Midas was really sticking out to me. I'm not sure if he was in the Bible. That imagery really kind of goes with James Bond. And um, interestingly, after I watched this movie, I was looking up stuff about the theme song because Radiohead did an original Spectre song and uh, it got bumped for the Sam Smith version, which is awful. But uh, (laughs) I'm going with Midas.
2: All right, well, unfortunately, uh, Team Just Kidding doesn't have the same touch as Midas, nor does uh, Team Triviality. So if you guys know the name of the Sam Smith song, it is called Writings on the Wall. And the king, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly, uh, Belshazzar. Yeah, and it looks like someone's saying to pronounce it uh, Belsarasur, but I don't know. I thought, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Writings on the Wall, people who, (laughs) all the Bible, all our our, uh, Bible fans here, here, I think can uh, second me on that. Yeah, you got one. Concur with me. Good for you guys. Yeah. Number four, if you reduce cobalt, phosphorus, erbium, nickel, copper, and sulfur to their chemical symbols. Hold on. Slow down. Cobalt, phosphorus, erbium, nickel, copper. (laughs) I'll give it to you, Slaughter. Hold on. If you reduce cobalt, phosphorus, erbium, nickel, copper, and sulfur to their chemical symbols, you spell the name of what historical figure? Um, Reluctant. Yeah. Okay. Is this good enough for you, Jeff? You happy? (laughs) Wow. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I thought this one was was accessible by a lot of people, so. What do you think about Copernicus?
4: Uh I mean he was probably a nice fella.
5: <laughs> cobalt. I, I think Copper is a weird one. Mm. So I drove you, a cobalt maybe? for a while. Quality car. Yeah, day. let's just go with that. I don't, I don't I don't want to think about it too much. Copernicus. Okay, and team triviality.
3: Uh we agree. He himself had an element named after him, Copernicium, but we said Copernicus.
2: It is Copernicus. Points on the board. Nice. All right, so uh, question number five for the second round is our second listener-submitted question from our friend Ben Jenkins. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Uh, So Ben asks, I want you to name one of the two U.S. presidents whose middle name is the same as the last name of another U.S. president.
0: The middle name's the same as the last name of another president.
2: Correct, and there are two of them. Oh, we've got one. All you need is one. We're locked in. All right, we're going to say
5: Ford under the guise of uh, King Okay. We went with Slick
0: Willie Jefferson Clinton. Oh, there you go. Bill Clinton.
2: Uh, Correct. So one is William Jefferson Clinton, and the other is Ronald Wilson Reagan. Ah, Mm. Wilson was on my list, unfortunately. Uh, So thank you again, Ben, for that question. Uh, so after five questions in the second round, a little score update. Caught up 10. Uh, team Just Kidding uh, gained 30 points there to have 122 currently. Yeah. And Team Triviality gained uh, 40 points so far, and they are at 102, so only 20 points behind. Don't call it a comeback. Yep. Yeah, don't. Please don't. Actually, <laughs> uh, We're superstitious. All right, number six. Sometimes the best ideas come before sunrise. At least I'm guessing that was the case with Canon, who chose to name a series of SLR cameras after this Greek goddess of the dawn. Do
3: you remember the Greek goddess (laughs) (laughs) PowerShot? I know Sony made the Alpha series. Mm -hmm. Good thing we're talking about Sony in this question. You know, shut up, Neil. I think we're locked in.
5: I know for a fact that the Canon SLRs were called Rebels. Uh, I don't know if that's a goddess. But well, we can go with that. It sounds good to me. All right, we're going to go with Rebel.
3: Mm. More specifically, those were all DSLRs, yeah, if we're thinking of the same thing. Uh, we said Rebel as well.
2: All right, uh, it is not Rebel, mm. um, although I'm sure you guys are Andre Agassi fans. Uh, I- Andre Agassi fans.
0: <laughs> Andre Agassi. 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 <laughs> Andre
2: Agassi fans uh, from those commercials. But uh, the actual answer, if you guys look at a Canon SLR camera or DSLR camera, on the front it has EOS, EOS on the front of the camera.
3: Oh, I didn't even think about that.
2: All right, uh, number seven. I doubt you would find Walter White or Saul Goodman hanging out at the annual International Fiesta for Hot Air Balloons every October in this city. We're good. Yeah.
5: You good? Having having never seen an episode of Breaking Bad, I don't know why I know it takes place in Albuquerque, but are you good with that?
4: Yeah. um, I do not have any recollection of that festival.
5: I'm pretty sure... Uh, Breaking Bad takes place in Albuquerque and that's where uh, the Springfield isotopes were sold to mm-hmm. So, let's but can go with...
4: you take a left turn in a hot air balloon? <laughs>
5: <laughs> let's go with Albuquerque.
2: Mm-hmm. All right team triviality.
3: I really want to do the the reenactment of Jesse's voicemail um, Well, we said Albuquerque
2: It is Albuquerque go topes All right moving on to number eight Uh, Take the title of the movie where Adam Sandler and Jon Stewart's kid pee on the side of a restaurant that's not Hooters, plus a portion of the title of the Martin Lawrence movie where Paul Giamatti helps him become a southern granny, and you have the names of Paul Newman's parents in this film based on the Pulitzer Prize-winning play of the same name. So basically, the answers to those two clues I gave you, the Adam Sandler and Jon Stewart uh, movie... And the Martin Lawrence and Paul Giamatti movie are the character names of Paul Newman's parents and what film that is based on a famous play. So, (laughs) Big Daddy is the first one. Yeah. Pretty sure Big Mama's House
5: is the second one.
4: Yep, I got those two.
5: I don't know how to put them together. That's a pretty odd name for a Paul Newman movie. Big Daddy and Mama's House. All right, so let's, uh, let's talk about Paul Newman movies. Uh, Pulitzer Prize winning, The Hustler. Uh, sh- was he in Streetcar at any point? No, I don't think he was. He was in Cool Hand Luke.
3: Yeah, it's great with those salad dressings. Okay.
5: Yeah, those salad dressings <laughs> blow my mind. And all profits go to charity. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a really good honey mustard. Was...
3: Ooh, I'm a huge fan of a good honey mustard. Yeah.
5: It's
0: hard to get a good honey
5: mustard. <laughs> the Verdict, Twilight, Cars, Twilight. <laughs> breaking dawn i mean maybe maybe it is cool hand luke
3: road to perdition Mm.
5: cool hand luke i don't feel would work well as a play because it's it's got some different set pieces the hustler might work as a play and i could see i could see characters from the hustler maybe being like having these as nicknames so maybe let's go with the hustler all right the hustler all right team just kidding the hustler team triviality
0: um so, Big Daddy and Big Mama sounded to me like characters that would be in a play movie set in New Orleans. Something. Maybe,
3: maybe by Tennessee Williams.
0: Yeah. So, we did go with Streetcar Named Desire.
2: All right. So, uh, let me uh, break all this down for you. Um, it is Tennessee Williams. It is not Streetcar Named Ugh. Desire. That's Marlon Brando. The Hustler is an awesome movie. Uh, make sure you check it out, Jeff. But it is not The Hustler, but it is a Paul Newman movie. The actual answer, uh, if I told you uh, the character's name was Brick, if not Maybe nothing. Uh, But the main character is Elizabeth Taylor, who plays Maggie the cat. Cat on a hot tin roof. Hmm. Oh,
0: that is something you reference
2: a lot that I don't listen when you say it. Number nine. Home to your favorite wax figurines of celebrities, world leaders, historical figures, and athletes alike, Madame Tussauds is a wax museum with locations all over the world, but started in what world capital? If you guys have a chance uh, at home, if you're in front of a computer, just look up uh, Madame Tussaud's life. It's super fascinating. Um, really great woman. Uh, just incredible history.
5: All right, Jeff, hear me out here. So okay. um, obviously her name sounds French. Absolutely. So Paris is uh, an obvious choice. But hear me out. <laughs> Shanghai Nights <laughs> 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 has a scene. Where they uh, they bust into a wax museum and there there's a you know Jackie Chan beats up the bad guys in the wax museum. Uh huh. And it was definitely Madame Tussauds, and that's in London. Do you want to go London? I'm not. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm. He said there are multiple, right? There are multiple, but that movie takes place in the 1800s. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not saying Shanghai Nights is historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Great though it may be in the annals of history. <laughs>
0: it's pronounced annals.
5: <laughs> Great though it may be in the annals of history. Are you willing to go with me on this?
4: I, uh, with, with some reservation, I'm willing to, to go with you on this.
2: I'm going with an own worst. We're going to go movie. with London. Wow. wow. Uh, team Triviality, <laughs> what did you put? Uh,
0: we went with the obvious, patty.
2: So the answer is London, correct answer. And Ken makes fun of me for a moat story, and I'll let him tell it even, and see how he tells it.
5: See, it's not even that good of a story. The, the point is your brother's reaction to the moat story. <laughs> so Neil's uh, walking along. He trips on a curb and winds up in a, uh, a gutter in London on a rainy day. Everybody, All the British people just stepping over him without a care in the world and he, he's struggling because he busts his knee is it really uh, hard?
2: yeah i fell on my knee kind of hurt and i broke my umbrella
5: like it was a pretty good injury
2: right i mean i i was walking fine it was just startling and i, I it hurt for a day so yeah. the way
5: your brother tells it is uh <laughs> your mom <laughs> says oh your brother fell in london he's really hurt and he just starts cracking up because <laughs> he doesn't care <laughs>
2: Yeah, so they always uh, make fun of me. It was in London when I was studying abroad, and uh, like Ken said, I fell. I was in water that was about a foot deep, and everyone I peeled at my hand, no one would help me. <laughs> so I had to slip my way up and yeah. get out of there because uh, the whole building was marble on the outside, so it was very slippery. Oh, yeah,
3: in the rain, that would be brutal. Yeah. Well, that's payback for that tea party. Uh, it, it was payback. <laughs> they
2: said, you're, a, you're American. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Okay. All right, it's last terrible. question of uh, round two. That's going to be uh, points for uh, Team Just Kidding, by the way. All
5: right. I got a que- question right because of Shanghai Nights, guys. Yeah. Hey guys. Hey.
3: Guys. <laughs> finally, Stranger Things. Finally. finally, Stranger Things have happened.
2: Whichever way you can get there. Shout out to Greg, Shanghai Nights for life. Uh, all right. So before we get to the final round, and then uh, pee on uh, a, a piece of fabric that we twist to open up uh, jail cell bars, uh, what which is, is, is that fr- from? that's from Shanghai Noon, oh. from the, from the, the first film, the oh, series. Okay. okay. All right. A little reference. When's the third one coming? Yeah. The, I wish there was a third one because I <laughs> I love those. I demand movies.
5: a conclusion.
2: I don't know what country it would be in, but I would, I would buy it. Um, okay, number 10. Shaquille O'Neal played for six teams in the NBA. Not counting the two teams he won championships with, I want you to put the remaining four teams in order of estimated city population from <laughs> smallest to largest. Jeez. Okay,
3: you give me the teams, I'll give you the cities.
5: Uh... Hey, Jeff, this question is the anti-Ken, so you go ahead and just uh, do whatever you feel.
4: Gotcha. Uh Well, I, I know the cities. I probably just need help okay. arranging. We're locked in. I, th-
3: I think we man, if we miss by one, too, mm-hmm. it'd be brutal. Uh, All right, All
5: right yeah. Jeff,
4: what are the cities? That would be Orlando, Boston, Phoenix, and Cleveland. I would assume Boston would be up near the top of that.
5: I think Phoenix is actually pretty populated, too. Right. Do you want to go Boston, Phoenix, Cleveland, Orlando?
4: Yeah, I would put Orlando at the bottom, yeah.
2: Wait, just so, just to be clear. Um, so I want you guys to name them uh, smallest to largest. Oh,
5: Orlando, Cleveland, Phoenix, Boston.
2: Okay. And team triviality?
3: Uh, we had a little bit of a different order. Phoenix is the only one in that list that's actually in the top ten most populated. So we went Orlando, Cleveland, Boston, Phoenix.
2: All right. One team will be getting points. And uh, here are the numbers uh, in uh, the smallest is uh, Orlando with two hundred and seventy seven thousand one hundred and forty. Basically, this is from the 2016 census, by Mm -hmm. the way, Um,
3: they don't do censuses in 2016.
2: Oh, it said 2016 census. Twenty
3: ten will be the most recent year.
2: Okay, well, that's what the Internet said. Anyway, um, Wikipedia said so. So the smallest is Orlando. Uh, Next up with uh, around three hundred and eighty five thousand is Cleveland. Then uh, third, 673,000 Boston, and Mm. largest Phoenix, 1.6 million. Mm -hmm. So 10 points to uh, Triviality. Phoenix, surprisingly huge.
3: Yeah, Phoenix is like the sixth most populated U.S. city. It's crazy big. Mm -hmm. Because I think the 10th most populated is uh, San Jose, and -hmm. it's the first one under a million with like 980 or something like that.
2: All right, so after the... uh, both rounds. Are, um, the scores right now are Team Triviality, 122, and Team Just Kidding, 142. Oh, high wow. Not so bad. as you guys know, I'm going to give you five categories, and you guys can wager uh, any and all the points that you've accrued during the game. So here are your categories, and if, there's going to be a theme here you're going to see, and I was just on a, a tangent here. Uh, so category number one, Drake in music videos. Category <laughs> number two, Drake in history. Oh, now was. Category three, Drake on campus. Category four, Drake on TV. And category five, Drake on the map. All the wagers are in. Uh, So we're going to start with question one, which is in the category of Drake and music videos. The music video for Drake's Nice for What features a collection of strong, successful women in a variety of professions, including this graceful performer the first African-American woman to be promoted to principal dancer with the prestigious American ballet theater. Number two, in the category of Drake in History. Originally known as the Pelican, Sir Francis Drake's dearly beloved ship that circumnavigated the globe was renamed in honor of the crest worn by his friend Sir Christopher Hatton. What was the name of that ship? Number three, Drake on Campus. Drake University is located in what capital city that, like Baton Rouge, is also of French origin without being named for a person? Question 4 in the category Drake on TV. On season 2 of HBO's Kirby Enthusiasm, the creation of this food item is debated after Larry orders it and substitutes many of its signature ingredients, much to the dismay of his dinner companion, who shares a name with the famous dish. The companion goes on to say that this dish was created by his grandfather at the Drake Hotel in Chicago before Larry retorts with, well, my grandfather's name was Harold Bingo, and he invented bingo. What dish did Larry order? And number five, Drake on the Map. The Drake Passage, known as one of the roughest sea passages in the world,
1: separates what two continents? Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you.
2: All right, all the answers are in, so uh, we're going to go through uh, each question here uh, in a truncated form, and uh, I'll tell you the wagers that everyone had here.
5: We should mention, too, it just started raining pretty hard outside, so if you hear some popcorn popping, it's actually the rain hitting the window. It is, yeah. We can't stop the rain. Um Let's blame it on the rain. Who'd stop it, the rain? It can't
2: rain all the time, right, Matt? Yeah. Uh, All right, so uh, question one was Drake in music videos, and uh, I was looking for the name of the first African-American woman to be promoted to principal dancer with the prestigious American Ballet Theater. Uh, So Team uh, Triviality, what did you wager? Way too much. Uh, 20. All right, and Team Just Kidding. Just 10 on that one. All right, so let's start uh, with Team Just Kidding. They had less to lose there. Oh, we we had no idea. Okay, all right, and Team Triviality?
0: Uh, We wrote the famous dancer. How would anyone know this? (laughs)
2: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, the correct answer, she's a really, really great dancer. Uh, her name is Misty Copeland. Of course. Oh, yes. Uh, she's be- beautiful dancer. If you ever get a chance to watch some of her videos, uh, super graceful, just uh, awesome. So, uh, Thunder right.
5: is very ominous. <laughs> it is.
2: Uh, so no one's going to be getting points on... Actually, uh, Team Triviality is losing 20. Oh, and, we're sure uh, losing some points. Welcome to my trivia game. <laughs> Let's play a game. All right. Number two was in Drake in History. I was basically just looking uh, for the name of Sir Francis Drake's ship that circumnavigated the globe. Team Triviality, what you wager? 10. And Team Just Kidding? 20 on this one. Mm. All right, so Team Triviality, what do you got? We said the Rose. Okay, and Team Just Kidding?
5: Interestingly enough, we also winded up with the Rose just by going through Game of Thrones sigils.
2: Okay, unfortunately not a correct answer on this one either. So the tiny, tiny hint that I put in there. Was his dearly beloved ship because uh, is it a deer? It technically kind of is, yeah. So Stag. the name of the ship is Stag. the Golden Hind, and a hind <laughs> is a female oh. deer, usually so red close. deer. Yeah. yeah, the Golden Hind. I thought that one was like really easy because right. I don't know geography or history, and everyone seemed to get it online. So, uh, all right, number three, uh, Drake on campus. I uh, just wanted to know the name of the capital city where Drake University is located. That sounds French. Uh, team Triviality, would you wager ten? And just kidding, zero. All right, so team Just Kidding. Nothing. Okay, and team <laughs> Triviality.
0: Uh, I knew Drake, I believe, is an East Coast school, and then we went through all the capitals, and something that sounded French was Mount Pilier of Vermont.
2: Interesting. You guys are forgetting about the capital of Des Moines. Hmm. So no points on that it's one. It's in Iowa? It's in Iowa, Des Moines, yeah. Iowa.
0: This is not going well.
2: It is not going well. <laughs> I finally brought some thunder here, so but it's pretty But you know what? Fun. This is God's plan, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> Um, all right, and you guys will be wishing you wish and you won the game. Okay, <laughs> number four in the category of Drake. Is that a Drake joke? Yeah. yeah. Number four. Uh, now, Drake is a rapper. So, so was so <laughs> uh, Drake? God's plan in case you didn't. Uh, Drake's it. a rapper, formerly an actor. Yeah. Used to be in a wheelchair, but for fake. Okay. <laughs> but for fake. For uh All right. Uh, number four um was uh, Drake on TV. I was looking for uh the dish that Larry ordered on career enthusiasm season two that his dinner mate was very angry that he changed the main ingredients of so let's uh let's see team triviality what did you wager 20 all right and just kidding
5: we went with 10
2: all right so ken was thinking about this one for a long time what did you end up uh, coming up with
5: after some long deliberation we went with waldorf salad oh all right which and, i happen to hate myself
2: <laughs> and team uh, triviality that sounds right we said poutine <laughs> interesting <laughs> Uh, well, uh, if you guys remember, he ordered a Cobb salad. I don't mm. know.
5: So I was really close. You are
2: very close, Ken. Um, and, the, and the guy said, my grandfather, his last name was Cobb, and he invented it, when in reality, most people say that the Cobb salad was invented at the Brown Derby in mm. 1937 in by Hollywood. T- by Ty Cobb. By Ty Cobb, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. <laughs> so Slayer. a lot of points being lost here. So let's see how this From last baseball. one uh, goes here. So number five was Drake on a map. Um, we're bleeding team, out here. Yep. Team Triviality. What do you got? <laughs>
0: Uh, Less points than we started with. Uh, We wagered 15.
2: All right. And team Just Kidding? We wagered zero. Okay. I'll start with Just Kidding. Nothing. 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 Okay. Mm. Team Triviality.
3: I'm pretty sure the Drake Passage is between South America and Antarctica.
2: Alright, someone got a question, hey, right? Hey, hey. Ding, ding, yep. It's South time. America and, and Antarctica. And I think you guys got these questions wrong on purpose because I have to do all this math now. No. So hold on.
3: Why would we get them wrong on
5: purpose? So before you um, read those final scores, just uh, the points that we've been bleeding out here, I feel like Tim Roth in the back of a car. <laughs> I'm, dying. <laughs> I'm dying! I'm dying! I'm dying, man! Yeah.
2: Reservoir Dogs. Um, No, we didn't get that. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Quentin Tarantino, first film. (laughs) The director. Quentin Tarantino is
0: a director of movies.
2: All right, well, um, so the final scores are tabulated uh, in second place today with a very worthy effort. They almost came back uh, from the bottom, and that was uh, Team Triviality with 77 points. Uh, But above them is Just Kidding, which is uh, Jeff Reed and Ken with a total of 102 points, and they are today's Cream of the Crop.
0: I am the cream. If we would have bet zero, we would have won. Uh, So maybe that's something we consider going forward, (laughs) Uh, at least in Neil's
2: games, because that
0: was a pretty brutal final round.
2: Well, yeah. What happened was I I was trying to think of things that you guys would know and in your wheelhouses, and um, I I think I just went a little too hard in the paint there at the end, Uh, unlike the Toronto Raptors, Drake's favorite team that Uh, lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers. mm
3: -hmm. Cool.
2: Um, but, uh, Jeff, uh, how did you feel during that game? You guys, you, you played really well, I thought, and, uh, you guys were victorious.
4: Yeah, I'm happy to be, uh, cream of the crop. I might have to take a shower afterwards, but it feels
0: good. You put it on your resume. All this sweating. we we've, we've all done it, so...
2: Yeah, yeah. All the all the sweating is okay. You're you're getting rid of the uh, trivia toxins, as they were. And uh, when you you don't want to really take a shower with the cream, you want to let it settle like a nice conditioner in your hair. Um, and repeat, always and re- repeat, always repeat. <laughs> um, so that's Jeff, a marketing gimmick. To sell more shampoo. <laughs> uh, Jeff, uh, we talked about how much we love your show, but uh, why don't you just uh, describe it and where people can find it so uh, they can subscribe as well?
4: Well, you were able to find us at any place you download podcasts and at generallytrivial we are going to uh, bring you odd news every fortnight as it is and um, give you something to laugh at or tell your friends about. And um, we'd love to have you listen.
2: Great. And uh, any social media handles you'd like people to reach out to you with? We, we are on
4: uh, Twitter and on Facebook, uh, both at Generally Trivial.
2: Wonderful. Uh, well, we really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us today. Uh, we know it's been a long time coming, but uh, just appreciate the – the time you've uh, you spent tonight and thanks uh, for being a great teammate yeah
4: well thank you for carrying me during parts of the oh, <laughs>
2: oh please uh so uh so yeah we'll, we'll let you go uh, on good terms before the mutiny takes in uh <laughs> or, or you know uh it happens but uh yeah we really appreciate it so thank you so much for uh, joining us today
4: all right thanks for having me
2: of course right. um and uh yeah for uh for jeff matt and ken here in the studio uh my name is neil and that was triviality
0: Catch that
1: shit. right now.
3: You're hurt. You're hurt real
1: bad, but you ain't dying. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Was... I was scared as shit, Larry. I'm gonna die. I know it. Oh, excuse me. I didn't realize you had a degree in medicine.